Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. In the kingdom, all the blessings of God are first spiritual. And then you have to bring them into the natural. You do that by faith. Your senses don't know very much. When you're coming up against problems today, the first thing you hear people say is, well, what are we going to do now? Now, notice what they're doing. They're searching their senses to see if there any solution in that realm. But the deal is, is that the church has another realm that it can seek solution to. There are going to be some supernatural things, and somehow God's people have left the supernatural and just lend them their minds to the natural. It's about where are your boundaries? When Jesus came into the earth, his boundaries were unlimited. Let's reset your boundaries here because you think water can stop you. You think fire can stop you. You don't think you can take two fish and feed 20,000 people. That's because you got boundaries. So you're no longer somebody in this earth wasting time, but you're somebody in this earth shifting time. That I believe when you walk into a room, the atmosphere will shift. In the kingdom, all the blessings of God are first spiritual. And then you have to bring them into the natural, the practical world. Now, you do that by faith. However, an immature person or believer, it's difficult for them to do it because they're still having their senses to rule them. You see, let me, let me tell, you, tell you something. Your senses don't know very much. Now, I'm just going to tell you this. When you're, when you're, when you're coming up in, against problems today, the first thing you hear people say is, well, what are we going to do now? <clears throat> now, notice what they're doing. They're searching their senses to see is there any solution in that realm. But the deal is, is that the church has another realm that it can seek solutions in. Said, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. See, there's a whole nother realm that called the realm of revelation or eternal life that has all the solutions. There is not one problem in this earth that the solution has not already been put aside for. There is a solution to Afghanistan. That is a solution to the terrorism in this country. Now, the people who are supposed to come up with it are the Christians. We, we're supposed to come up with it. it this, is the way, this is one of the ways God is going to promote you and distinguish you. Well, go back in history. Look at Daniel. He came up with that Nebuchadnezzar didn't have a solution. Called. Daniel said, hey, listen, let me have it overnight. I can tell you what the deal is. Came back the next day, told him exactly what he dreamed, so forth and so on. Look at Joseph's life. Here's a, a, a Pharaoh had a dream, didn't know what it meant. It, know it, it bothered him and he came back and Joseph told him what was coming and how to get out of it. I'm saying you should tell him what's coming and how to get out of it. Now I'm talking about the normal Christian life. 
I, I was talking to my wife. She was talking to tell me something about she and my son were talking and talking about um, what was happening uh, in the uh, history of, of the Christian church and um, what, what was going on and that there were miracles taking place um, that were, for example, um, during some of the times of the crusades and, and inquisition, so forth like that, they were really persecuting Christians. I mean, um, uh, some Christians were um, dismembered. Somebody would, would cut their arm off or something like that. Now, this is what I'm saying now. And when they cut the arm off, their arm would grow back. And some of them, they'd cut it off four or five times and they'd grow back. Or I know it, it, it was right up about the uh, burned at the stake. As you recall, people like Wycliffe and people like that. Now, they, their, their mission was to get the Bible in the hands of every person. But there were people, leaders, who did not want that. And they wanted the Bible shut up in monasteries. That's when we went into the Dark Ages. And, and so, so they were going to burn people like Wycliffe, people like that, at the stake. So they would take them. And they would tie them to a stake, you know, stand them out in a public place, tie them to a stake and have the fire down there and, and, and light the fire and burn the fire. But they wouldn't burn. Now, wait a minute. This is normal Christian life. If you burned, you were abnormal. What I'm saying you know that can be true because I can show you in the Bible where three Hebrews refuse to bow down to this idol of statue and they threw them in a fire, not just any fire, one that was heated seven times hotter than normal. Now, how hot does fire have to be to burn you? Now, answer the question. How hot does fire have to be to burn you? All it has to be is fire. Am I right? You don't need to heat it up. But Satan tries to intimidate you. So whatever your problem is, he tries to heat it up. You got it? Because he's trying to make you bow. But if you don't bow, you won't burn. I said, if you don't bow, you can't burn. Wow, Jesus. Oh, ah, ha, ha. Now, I know it looks bad, and it looked bad for them. And some people say, well, why did God allow them to go in there? Well, it didn't make any difference with God. They couldn't burn them anyway. So they went in there, and he looked in there. He said, didn't we throw three in that fire? They said, yes, you did. He said, well, I see four. And the fourth one looks like the son of man, son of God. Now, it, it's very interesting here. It didn't burn them. So tying them at the stake and lighting this and it don't burn them. That's the same difference. What's different about that? I mean, these are capital punishment. This means put it in an electric chair. Won't electric. Won't, 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 won't. Y'all follow what I'm saying here. Let me, let me come over here. Now, but put them in the electric chair. Look, it won't electrocute them. 
No difference. No difference. I'm, I'm talking about here was, was, was John, the apostle John, and they lowered him, tied him up, pulled him up on a rope, had boiling oil, and lowered him down in there. Pulled him back up, and he said, how you boys doing? I'm, I'm putting that in my own words now. They couldn't kill him. How would you? These are people you can't kill. I'm talking about if all fear is gone. There'll be a force coming out of your spirit that will not let anything happen to you. Now, now listen here. So they couldn't kill him. So they exiled him. That means put you out. And they exiled him to an island out there called Patras all by itself and put him out there. Then they tell me, put him in a hole down there. But they, he, he wrote the book of Revelation out there. Here's a man you can't stop. Turn to Joel chapter two, Joel chapter two. Now, now listen, what I'm saying is this whole thing is about boundaries. See? It's about where are your boundaries? Because God, when Jesus came into the earth, his boundaries were unlimited. They were unlimited. And he was trying to show Peter the same thing. Peter saw him walking on water and said, wait a minute, is that you? If that's you, you tell me to walk on water. And he walked on water. He's showing him, let's reset your boundaries here. Because you think water can stop you. You think fire can stop you. Come on now. You don't think you can take two fish and feed 20,000 people. That's because you got boundaries. I have to show you that film one day about breaking the sound barrier. You, you know? And, 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 and uh, 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 the, the pilot went and, and, and they're showing how it looked when he was breaking it. And, and they thought that if you ever go faster than the speed of sound, you will, you will disintegrate. And so they were going out and they had built a jet that would go faster than the speed of sound. So he got in there and everything and started going and started going and got up to the certain, uh, all the way up to that barrier, didn't cross it yet, got up to that sound barrier and didn't cross it. And the whole airplane started to shake to the point that the instrument glasses began to break. Now understand, he could have backed off right there, but he said, I'm going on. And he went on, and once he crossed that barrier on the ground, you heard something called a sonic boom. Boom! If you ever heard uh, uh, an airplane fly, uh, because I flew jets, we, we had to be limited as to how fast we could go, because you go faster than certain knots, over 600 knots, so forth, you begin to get in that sound barrier area, and you break that sound barrier, and everywhere it, you go over the earth, they're going to hear this huge boom, and sometimes it shakes dishes off the table, and so forth and so on. The airplane was shaking when he got to the barrier, but once he crossed the barrier, it smoothed out. Just as smooth. So I'm saying, when Satan comes at you, and you crossing over into another boundary. You might be shaking a little bit, 
But wait till you cross over. And that thing again. And nothing but peace will come on you. Because you cross. Amen to that. So anyway, it's all about boundaries. It was about boundaries with, with, with um, the um, um, uh, Sister Rosa Parks. Now, I'm not sitting back there no more. Come on. That was a boundary that said, you can't sit up here. She said, no, I ain't sitting up there. I'm not sitting back here no more. I'm, I'm, I'm moving up front. And then moved up there. And then the man said, hey, the law says you got to sit back there. She said, I don't care. I'm not moving. What was that law? It was unjust. And I'm telling you, you're here for unjust laws. You're here... When laws do not agree with heaven, I'm saying that there have been unjust laws on the books. And one of the major things that's going to happen with the coming of the kingdom is justice. That laws that have been unjust and have been causing people all kinds of problems, keeping the poor poor and so forth and so on. Folks, there are some unjust laws on the books. Now, I'm not saying a lot of them in the United States, but a lot of them in a lot of other nations. I'm saying you and I have been coming into this earth and part of our charge is to bring justice. Does it make sense to you? All right. So where have I have you now? Where do I? Okay. Joel chapter two. Now, in Joel chapter 2, now, what was I saying? I was saying boundaries. And the boundaries, basically, are in our minds. Because um, as it stands now, God can do some things, but he, he can't do it beyond what you're willing to believe. And, and a matter of fact, uh, where you, what you believe is where you're going to end up. Uh, 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 as a man believeth in his heart, what? So is it. Now, look what it says here in... Uh, in, in Joel, verse 1. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the earth tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh and is nigh his hand. A day of darkness and of gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness. As the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong, there has not been ever like the like, neither shall be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. Now he's talking about there the church, Okay. Go on down to verse 7. And they shall run like mighty men. And they shall climb up the wall like men of war. And they shall march everyone in his ways. And they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one thrust another. They shall walk everyone in his path. And when they fall upon the sword, come on. They shall not be wounded. I'm talking about you becoming invincible. All right. Now. As we look at this, like I said, that Jesus came preaching the kingdom and that vengeance or justice is vital to kingdom manifestation. And understanding vengeance creates a significant change in your attitude and your behavior. Understanding vengeance. Now what we said is we had to define vengeance because folks were not defining vengeance or did not see vengeance as what vengeance really was. 
And we said, vengeance has nothing to do with anger or hatred or anything like that. But vengeance has to do with uh, nothing to do with some kind of emotional resentment again and so forth like that. But vengeance proceeds from a love of justice and is a necessity for punishing offenders. The ministry of Jesus Christ has been duly and completely handed over now to the person of the Holy Ghost. He is not an it. He is a he. He is the third member of the Godhead. Now the gospel is not about how many things somebody did wrong. But it's a restoring what sin destroyed and Satan stole. And the theme of justice is woven throughout the fabric of the Bible. I've given you a lot of that. All right. Now, you and I are going to be distinguished in these last days. Now, the church is really... The church is really the only one that can come up against the devil because the devil is unseen. Now what he has done is he has built a system and put up people who have been blinded to run that system. Demons enforcing it. Now, God has sent us out there to establish a new system. The system of the kingdom of God. And we are not using natural weapons. Because... You cannot stop the power of Satan with a gun, a knife, a rocket, or atomic bomb. You can't stop it. The weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal. And the enemy's greatest ploy, greatest ploy is to keep the church or people blinded so that they are oblivious to what he is doing. And so we have got to enter into this warfare on a different level. Because part of our job now is to establish God's kingdom throughout this entire earth. All right. Now, the greatest, one man says, shift has to take place in our paradigm or perception of who we really are. That we've got to learn what God has said about us And what we have been given the power and authority to do in this earth. Now, like I said, nothing can stop you. 
Because now God has vengeance and recompense working for you. And the, minister, and, and the number one job of the Holy Spirit is to execute vengeance upon all the enemies of God's people and nothing shall, uh, uh, shall escape him. Now, this lady, I got this from a book. A man told about this story of this lady who was interviewed by a reporter. And he was asking her why did she enjoy going to baseball games? And the woman had a, a, a situation where she was blind. So then she began, he began to ask her about the players. She said, oh yeah, I know the players. And one of the persons that she knew well was Ted Williams. Now, if you know anything about Ted Williams, he still holds a record, I guess, for um, batting average uh, over 400. And this was back since the 40s when Ted Williams played. I remember when I used to buy a baseball bat. Baseball bat was on the label said Ted Williams. And so he was um, very popular. But she said something. He said, well, what, what do you know about Ted Williams? She said, when Ted Williams stands up in the dugout, I know it. She said, when Ted Williams hits a home run, I know it. And he began to ask her, now, what do you mean? You, you know that. He said, how do you know that? He, she said, I can feel a change in the atmosphere. Now, this is interesting. I want you to get this now. I want you to get the fact that I believe when you understand vengeance and recompense and understand who you are and get the complete paradigm shift so you're no longer somebody in this earth wasting time, but you're somebody in this earth shifting time, that I believe when you walk into a room, the atmosphere will shift. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that teaching. Now, that teaching is Discovering Unlimited Boundaries. This is probably one of the most important teachings in the body of Christ today. Because what has happened is we were unsaved and we had boundaries in our lives. But once we get born again, now virtually the Word of God becomes our boundary. And the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. So basically, it's unlimited. In other words, things that you've failed at before... Once you get born again, get to fill with the Spirit, go back. Praise God, meaning that God will give you now new boundaries. You'll have new abilities, and there's new thinking that can come into your mind, all of this. Uh, things that didn't work out before, go back now and try them under this new anointing and watch and see what happens in your life. You have, you're rediscovering now these unlimited boundaries, these new boundaries that are in your life. So today's message is a single teaching now. It's Discovering Unlimited Boundaries. And we're going to give you information as to how you can order this teaching. And I'll be right back. In the kingdom, all the blessings of God are first spiritual. And then you have to bring them into the natural. You do that by faith. Your senses don't know very much. 
When you're coming up in, against problems today, the first thing you hear people say is, well, what are we going to do now? Now, notice what they're doing. They're searching their senses to see if there any solution in that realm. But the deal is, is that the church has another realm that it can seek solution to. When Jesus came into the earth, his boundaries were unlimited. Let's reset your boundaries here because you think water can stop you. You think fire can stop you. You don't think you can take two fish and feed 20,000 people. That's because you got boundaries. So you're no longer somebody in this earth wasting time, but you're somebody in this earth shifting time. That I believe when you walk into a room, the atmosphere will shift. Experience the realm of eternal life that has no limits on earth through your faith in Pastor Bill Winston's dynamic teaching entitled Discovering Unlimited Boundaries. To order on CD or DVD, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303. Buy bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at BillWinston.org. Well, again, I trusted you were blessed by that teaching. Now, this is Discovering Unlimited Boundaries. These boundaries have been reset. Once we get born again, they're different. They're not like they were before. In fact, matter or physical things are not the extent of your boundary. In other words, you can not only operate physically, but now you can operate in the spirit. You can go beyond natural boundaries. So I strongly encourage you, Order this particular teaching so you can understand this. And once you understand this and vengeance and recompense and who you are in Christ, it'll get a paradigm. You'll get a paradigm shift in your thinking and you'll change everything around you. See, God wants to make you effective. Wherever he plants you, he wants you to be able to reign. He wants you to be able to have dominion in those environments. Now, I'm not talking about over people. I'm talking about over the circumstances and things that are destroying people's lives. So I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all my partners for supporting BWM. You are just a blessing to us. And I look forward to other people now coming in, signing up, wanting to be partners with us. Why? Because if this word that you're receiving is a blessing to you, strengthening your life, cause you to be strong, be able to add to your life in any way, why don't you consider partnering with us? It'll be a blessing for you. So I look forward to hearing from you, receiving your testimonies, because we just rejoice when, with you with, while you're rejoicing. And if you need prayer, write those in. We'll pray for you, seek God for you, so you can get victory in every area of your life. Well, this is Bill Winston. Until next time, we'll see you. And keep walking by faith.